Welcome to the gaming's greatest generation podcast where we discuss news, reviews, and all things video games with your hosts the OG Leo Holly, the overachiever Mark Lombardi, and Mr. Contradiction himself Matt Harms. Stay tuned for ways to connect with the G3 community, contribute to the show, or tell us about your greatest gaming experiences. Now, let's get to the show. Uh, greetings gamers and welcome back to the G3 podcast for the legit episode 550. Yours truly known as Ice on the gaming ones and twos and all things social media and we have the entire crew here tonight. So first and foremost, uh let's give it up for Mr. Mow them down Matt. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up everybody? Uh it's been a while. It's nice to be back. Uh sorry that I missed out on the last few. Uh glad that we could get the whole crew together to uh discuss the you know recent uh, highlights of the the various stuff that we've seen lately so uh happy to be here let's uh go talk to our other homie <laughs> and with that rounding out the crew we have mr snipe 90 mark what's going on brother hello hello uh hello all hello fam uh happy to be here uh, i'm not gonna lie a little sleepy but um glad we can get this intro going uh, happy to uh, talk about some showcase uh, festivities, and uh, let's get it going. Yep, and there you go. As we said, this is episode 50. You can feel free to listen to Gaming's Greatest Generation podcast on all your favorite streaming platforms. Feel free to like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Uh, apologies for all the craziness with last week's episode. I was apparently either as high as Matt, as you know, sleepy as Mark, all combined. Uh, I didn't know what episode I was doing, top from bottom, cats and dogs, but it is what it is. It's probably because there were so many interesting gaming announcements this past summer, and uh, you guys have heard way too much from me, especially in the five-minute focus episodes regarding that. So I'm going to toss it up. Uh, Basically, first question, and we're going to kind of highlight essentially the stuff that I talked about at length and ad nauseum last episode. Uh, So, Mark, what games did you find most appealing out of any of the presentations and why? Uh, I guess I'll start with the Microsoft uh, end of things. Um, honestly, it it wasn't as many as I thought it was going to be. Um, right now I'm looking at Redfall, uh, Hollow Knight, Silk Song. Looked good. Uh, the High on Life. I was actually surprised about that one. Uh, being a Ricky Morty fan, uh, now Justin uh, Rowland's uh, Squanch game uh, looks pretty funny and something I could get into. Uh, the Forza Motorsport, of course, being a Forza fan over the years, uh, looks beautiful. It always, always. Uh, the Overwatch Two was a long-awaited. Uh, sequel that i should to me should have been out sooner um I, you guys helped me with the date on the first one but i feel like it's been out forever uh something we kind of lost you know we haven't played in a while and i'd like to get back into uh other than that uh, it kind of fell flat for me um nothing really jumped out at me other than that uh the playstation side of things Glad we got a, a peek of uh, Ragnarok. The Marvel Spider-Man 2 
Insomniac uh, Games development. Looking pretty solid. Uh, what do we got? Sorry, I'm going through the list now, here. I was going to say, when you say PlayStation, you're talking about the state of play immediately prior to all this stuff? Because we haven't seen anything of Ragnarok or Spider-Man 2 since the showcase, which was way earlier in the year. Okay, so things are trying to blend together for me then. Uh, <laughs> good morning, Mark. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Yes. <laughs> uh, the PC, PC um, showcase of things, I'm going to be honest, I kind of got lost in theirs. <laughs> it, it felt more of like a uh, like an advertisement or like a commercial sort of thing other than a showcase. Uh, but... You know, they don't have a lot of uh, showcases under the belt. Um, but it was a little underwhelming than I was expecting overall for all three. So what, What? yeah, among the ones that you caught, what was like your number one game of show, game of the week that, that, that you're looking forward to? So I know you're probably going to be upset, but I feel like Starfield should have been better. Uh, it looks like a, almost like a Fallout port, No Man's Sky sort of thing to me. Um, I was expecting something a little different. So I'm kind of upset about that. Uh, Redfall is looking pretty good to me. Um, other than that, I mean, Forza's Forza, but I don't... Other than... Redfall, nothing really is like, oh, wow. But it's just me. All right, so Redfall got you. Matt, what what, do you, what about you? What did you think about, uh, in general, what was kind of your best takeaway game that you were excited about after this past week? Uh, I mean, there were a number of things that I thought looked, you know, interesting or kind of cool. Uh, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure what my top was, if I'm being honest. Like, uh yeah, I don't know. I I wasn't like super duper excited about much of anything. If I'm being honest, I, I, I'll probably say uh, Calypso Protocol. I guess uh, I've been interested to you know actually see what that's going to look like, what that's going to be. Uh, is it going to live up as you know a spiritual successor to uh, you know one of the best games I've ever played uh, thus far? Uh, you know, looks pretty cool. Uh, so I don't know. I, I thought that looked good. There were plenty of things that kind of caught my eye. I will agree with Mark. I I wasn't blown away by Starfield. It's a Bethesda game, and I mean, it's assuredly something that I'll probably still play a ton of hours. But uh, yeah, it wasn't quite the the leap forward that I was hoping for. I mean, admittedly, we've discussed this. I kind of saw it coming. You know what I mean? I'm not really like shocked, but... uh, yeah, it still just kind of looks like that uh, that Bethesda title that we know and love from from days of yore. Um, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, and, I don't know. And so you said Calypso <laughs> Protocol. Is that anything like Callisto Protocol? Callisto. I'm sorry, Callisto <laughs> Protocol. Yes, but also the like, Callisto he, Protocol. He's he's got that uh, new hotness. Like yeah, he's got that Crucis. Yeah, Anna Crucis. Yeah, yeah. Now you uh, uh, you sit out and you play bongos and stuff on the beach <laughs> and uh, have a good time. Word. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. what was uh, what was the most? And this I feel like this uh, question may 
fall, fall dead as soon as I ask it here. But what was uh, the most impressive showcasing and why? Let's go to Matt first. Ooh, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, man. Uh, that's, that's hard because it would really just, you know, that would depend on how I'm going to try and define that or whatever. Um, All right, I think so the one that let's flip the script ever so slightly. Then, if we were to go ahead and do this on the U.S. grading scale, right, A, B, C, D, <laughs> F, uh, because <laughs> America is fantastic and we don't use E in our grading scale. Um, what grade would you give for whichever one of the presentations? Ooh, you mean just like in general or whatever? Like in general, which one kind of stood out to you? And Because by the sound of it, I'm getting the feeling that we're hovering somewhere around a B or a C for the Xbox presentation, which we'll, we'll get to talking uh, about here momentarily. But if something stood out as like the best grade-wise, what would that be? Who is your, who is your star pupil? That's, wow. That That's a good question. Um I liked a lot of that indie stuff from that gorilla collection that we were talking about off air. So that might be the one that gets my nod, I guess, uh, as far as, you know, the stuff that most impressed me from, you know, maybe somebody that you weren't really expecting. Uh, but I, I didn't think the Xbox one was terrible overall. I actually, I, I kind of feel the opposite of Mark that there was a, there was a fair amount of content there that they were, you know, displaying and it's all supposed to be coming out within the next year or whatever. So that, that is not insignificant. Um, not all of it was, you know, the hotness that I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to play this or whatever. Um, Redfall. I actually didn't think like it's another co-op game and whatever. And I'm sure that'll be cool for that. Um, but honestly, like the back for blood experience that we, you know, had was kind of what that, that made me think of if i'm being honest um there was like that uh oh man now the name is gonna escape me but it's like gunfire or something or something and that game just looked like i was like why why is this a thing (laughs) Uh, are you talking flintlock no no that that at least looks kind of okay or whatever i i want to say it's like gunfire re made or reborn or something i think i know what you're talking about i'd look it up but yeah but yeah it was kind of like a cell shaded borderlands looking like dude just running around just shooting stuff or whatever it was just it just looked so like bland and like what even is i don't know and here i'm hating on it it'll probably be great i don't know uh yeah i didn't, I didn't think their presentation was terrible um i wasn't necessarily like blown away by everything they had to showcase but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I would say B plus or whatever. I don't know. Uh, as far as like their their big titles that were supposed to be like the the major hits that are coming, it's those are the ones that I would say were the the lesser impressive or whatever versus maybe some of the other stuff that people weren't expecting to see. Um, with the exception of Forza, I I will say that was looking nice. <laughs> curious to see how uh their 48 times fidelity of the physics simulation or whatever is actually going to translate into like feeling when you're playing it but um but those are big words i'm curious to see like that <laughs> okay and so mark yeah if we were again using the the grading scale what what was kind of your standout show what grade would you give them and, and why uh 
Yeah, I'd give it a... I mean, if we're going, like, minuses and pluses, I'd probably go uh, a B minus <laughs> for uh, Xbox. Xbox. Okay. Um, again, it was... That's just me. Um, it, I don't know. It, I, it was... I feel like... It, it was an hour or what was it an hour and so long? It's 95 minutes, I think they said. Yeah, so. And I feel like 20 minutes of it was, you know, can pretty much releases. So, like, I don't know. It's it. I feel like it was just a drawn out, like, showcase. I don't know. It, it wasn't. Like, oh, what? Like, I sit back and I'm like, oh, man. Like, Matt said, like, I can't wait to play such and such. Like, it's like a few moments, like, here and there. Like, like you said, like, for Forza and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, okay, that looks good. That looks good. And then, like, Pelican and, uh, you know, Flight Simulator yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't like, you know, knocking out of the park ordeal for me. So. All right, cool. So, so bear in mind, audience, that you know Mark had a four point five GPA throughout all of school <laughs> or whatever. So B minus, that's actually way like, lower than that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me, you only tra- played triple A's without telling me you only played triple A's. <laughs> uh, now, for me, it's for me. I want to say that uh, I would give probably a B. B or B plus um, to actually of all of them, the digital devolver um, showcase just because of the way that they put it out there. Like their, their games were interesting and diverse, um, but then their presentation was actually like wild and kind of zany. And uh, I I almost want to dock them points because first off, maybe I'm not cultured enough. I don't know who, the like Japanese streaming personality that they had, that they had acting as like whatever the AI in the machine thing was. Um, I can't remember his name for the life of me now. And I feel like a dick for, for that, but um, that that's how much that mattered. But to you me. know and what you did, you know who you are and you know, what you, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, he, he knows what he did. He took a paycheck, which I would do the same thing. Probably. Um, but it was just you the, the writing of it seemed a little elongated and outlandish for, for his parts where everybody else is like, they put on a, a big ass skit and I thought it was pretty cool and pretty interesting. Um, but that's more on the showcase part insofar as the games. Yeah, like I said, I think um, I think they did a pretty good job. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um, but they went ahead and they showcased or they touched on uh, Skate Story, uh, the Plucky Squire, which is the one I'm really interested in. And I would almost say that's kind of my, like, one of my games of show, if you will. Uh, and Cult of the Lamb, I thought there was, like, one or two others. But um, it was interesting. They had, a, they had an interesting uh showcase like if we're if we're picking on xbox well we'll come back to that um but uh cool are there any uh honorable mentions uh so something that you thought stood out and i mean we're kind of almost rehashing the same question there but um let's you know let's let's just cut the honorable mention thing because like i said i feel like we kind of already talked about that so 
since uh, we apparently only play Xbox here. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll kind of. <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll talk about the Xbox thing briefly. So um, I know for me, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think they were a little long in some parts and maybe they ripped through a couple parts too quickly. And uh, I've heard a lot of chatter online about they shouldn't have showcased as many indies, but it was good to showcase as many indies as they did. But I guess we can talk about some of the, the quote-unquote controversial pieces, right? So insofar as the fact they did not pre-announce that it was going to be games that you'd be able to play in the next 12 months, as opposed to maybe what we traditionally have seen at these type of presentations where you have a couple of those and you have a couple of the more long range, you know, two, three, four years out teasers. Um, do we think that this style of showcase helped or hurt them? Let's start with Matt. As far as the Xbox thing, I mean, I, I feel like the switch there is largely going to be, you know, dependent upon the, the venue or lack thereof, if you will. Um, Previously, all that spectacle is built up because people are there, you know, in person to get amped up as a crowd about this, you know, and they can get all those huge, uh, you know, roaring, you know, crowds to whatever. Um, you're not going to get that with nobody, you know, in the audience because you're doing a digital digital show. So, yeah, I mean, I, I – it when things go back to being in person, I wouldn't be shocked at all. If you start seeing that, you know, work its way back into things, but otherwise, you know, why spend the money on that? You know, you're just people, all, all of us, we were all like, you know, all we're interested in watching is the gameplay anyway, you know, get us around all that BS or whatever. And so that's what they delivered on from here. I'm not hating well, on it. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go ahead and correct you because they actually did have an in-person um, so okay. they had their fan fest, uh, segment, which was actually, uh, when they sent out the invites, I was one that got the invite, had the option of two ways. One, going ahead and asking, uh, to do the in-person out in LA, uh, at the Microsoft theater. And then you had the option of streaming, um, or at least the, the, the fan fest pre-show, uh, which I did watch beforehand. Um, and it was okay. It was Interesting, I think, is, is, a, is a delicate choice of words there. They had uh, another person, uh, streaming personality, again, not trying to be a, a dick. I just do not remember her name for the life of me. Um, she is uh, an advocate for equality uh, in her streams and everything like that. But she was hosting, uh, and they ended up having a couple little, like, gamey type things which I wanted to strangle every single person that they put up there because they could not answer simple questions about games. Uh, the only one that I, I know I struggled with was when they were literally saying, name that Bethesda quote, and they would pull out a random quote that an NPC would say, uh, whether it was in Skyrim or a Fallout game or, uh, or in like Wolfenstein, and you had to kind of guess who, what game it was from and what character said it. But outside of that, there was another one called pixel something and they would literally have this pixelated image that would eventually refresh into what was an actual still shot from a game art and my wife was sitting next to me and she was like you should be on this right now because i was getting them in like literally one or two seconds and it was a countdown 
and they had points equated to it. Nevertheless, they did great. They gave away like $10,000 or $10,000? 10. It was several thousands of dollars. $10 in, million. Oh. $10 million. Uh, they gave away several thousands of dollars in uh, gift cards to the Xbox Gear Store. Uh, and I want to say to um, to Xbox like online codes and stuff. But uh, there was a message from Phil Spencer on there as well. But nevertheless, case in point, they did actually have both the in-person uh, and the digital. And from what I'm told of the folks that did go to even the in-person, there was kind of the faces being made um, at some of the games that were, were showcased there. So, I mean, for me, I, I want them to go back to what they had before. Like, if you want to show me some stuff that is playable in the next couple of years, but at least be truthful in representation of these games that we're forecasting three, four years out, I'm okay with that too, because that's that hype train that you want to keep them going for, right? When we talk about like the streaming services nowadays, what 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 is the thing that keeps people subscribed? It's not necessarily what you have right now, but it's what you will have in the future, right? So if you're trying to get folks in your ecosystem to stay in that ecosystem, you have to do a mix of the here and the and the there, right? Um, so I, I think they need to kind of go back. I, I was definitely, I mean, you heard me do the, the solo episode. I was definitely, uh, <laughs> almost beside myself. And the fact that like, we made all these great predictions on stuff we expected to see. And we were totally off base on that because we did not know that ahead of time that they're only going to show stuff that was playable in the next year. Um, but I'm stealing too much of the time here. Mark, what, what do you think? Did that strategy help or hurt them with regard to the whole like hey here's what's coming up in the next year for you to play uh no you're all good yeah yeah it's good points um sounds like we need to do a 3g uh or a g3 i should say uh game show um but <laughs> no um i will i i will i will agree and say i liked the old E3 style, you know, um, show, I guess you can call it. Um, to me, it was more fan based, if per se. Like, I feel like it was more directed towards an audience, if that makes sense. Like, not more like a, you know, we'll just string along this, uh, you know, presentation that we you know, showcase some games and call it a day. Uh, but I like, like you, I did not know about the, you know, year long, uh, game releases. Um, we're, you know, used to the, you know, hurry up and wait or sit and wait and wait for this to release and get delayed and get delayed again. And so it's, it's different feeling of, okay, like, at this date you're gonna have or around about this date you're gonna have this game and it's like five months from now uh, here you go I'm like okay um for, for some reason i'm not as excited <laughs> it's a it, it's a different feeling <laughs> yeah i hear you um so then what about uh moving off from oh. that and kind of recap what matt you got i, I gotta 
I gotta throw it in there. I gotta I gotta disagree. So mow them down's gotta mow them down. Let's go. That's that's right. So I it if in standard times, you know, you wanna try, I guess, and get people interested in the end result as early as possible because you want them thinking about it. And you want to keep reminding them that, I'm co- that it's coming out, especially if it's some exclusive title. You know, you're like, hey, yeah, we got we got Halo 16. You just got to stay tuned. It's coming. Uh, but with this the subscription streaming service now model that they're all doing, well, you can't be like, hey, guys, here's what you have to look forward to in four years. It's coming. It's going to be fantastic because people are like, cool. Well, in the meanwhile, me, you know, you're like, don't focus on just on the now or whatever. But if they lose that focus, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't subscribe to Netflix for what they may eventually have. If I'm not watching it in the now, I can, you know, stop that subscription for now and come back when they got the content that I want. So I feel like for them, it's, hey, everybody keep up with that game pass because all this is coming down the pipeline to you now i will agree that you know the risk of whoops well we got to push it back or whatever that sucks but that's inevitable anyway i mean so i don't know i i think it's it would it be cool to maybe see you know a little bit more about uh the nothing that everwild probably currently is right now i mean sure you know but uh but they got to maximize their time and you know people's attention so Keeping them focused on the why they need to keep forking over money currently is probably a, a a better motivator for them or whatever than hey you know we don't have anything coming up that you know you're really going to be interested in for a little while but here's all this cool stuff three years from now. <laughs> so here we go. Now I got to interject on the interject. Yeah. <laughs> my point. My point was not about uh, going ahead and and saying that is the mentality that they have right <laughs> literally that is the metrics that are out right now the whole netflix dropping huge subscriber base or whatever lately oh. uh that is partly partly due to their change in business plan and this notion of like how in 2017 they were like sharing your password is is community and love and whatever and now they're like you will not do this this is no more you will not share your passwords <laughs> right uh, they pissed a lot of friggin' people off because you literally changed company policy. And so I think that is, uh, at least the stuff that I've read, the bigger drive and why people dropped off Netflix, where what we have seen and the statistics have shown that it's not what keeps you, it's not what's right now that keeps you in a subscription service model. It's the stuff that's coming. So case in point, Matt, you you say, oh, you dangle that uh, that cancel. Oh, I can cancel anytime. When's the last time you canceled a streaming service lately? I'm going to be canceling Paramount Plus the, the next time I can remember to go do it. Okay, <laughs> next time you remember to go do it. Case, case in point, the answer is no, you haven't, right? And that's exactly the thing. They know you're not going to cancel. It's going to take a significant emotional event for you to go ahead and, and cancel such a service, right? So they're not worried about losing you right now and and quite frankly they have all these third party and you know the partnership games that are coming in in the meantime eventually and i'm not sitting here championing xbox i mean shit look what i'm wearing sorry for my french um 
you know, they they eventually once they get the studios churning out like they're supposed to be, you're going to supposedly have a major first party title coming out every quarter. That's going to be enough to keep you subscribed like in the meantime. But so my point is, I think everybody would have loved to see something of a vow. Everybody would have loved to see something from Fable. Everybody would have loved to see something about Perfect Dark. It's the not showing them that I think begs more questions see, than but, if you had shown them. And and that's what I was going to say is that perhaps that anything they would have had to show or the lack thereof would have been a greater concern to let people out here. Yeah, well, here's uh, where we're at with Perfect Dark. We don't really have anything to showcase. Uh, it's going to be like another, you know, four or five years. So, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think Aww. I think they could have just as easily done that as like a talking head thing in the extended, um, like the Hideo Kojima popping out when he did for his little something. Yeah, something I mean, I thought too. that was kind of like like that right there. Was that not pretty like okay? You know, so I mean, they if they just had a thirty minute segment of hey, we are this is still a thing and we are working on it. And then they rotate the next dev in to be like, Hey, and, and we are working on our title, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> I think, so let me put it this way, Mark, when, uh, Hellblade, uh, when, when the, uh, shoot studio Ninja theory, when Ninja theory during, uh, what was it? Was it the game awards? No, Game Awards, we saw Hellblade 2. Remember when we had the uh, developer from Ninja Theory come out and have a little, he was like sitting in that weird room where it was like all glass around him kind of deal. And he gave a little two or three minute spiel on like the things they're working on, the technologies they're using and whatnot in the game. You remember that presentation or that part of the presentation? Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I do not. Okay. Anyway, so so I'll speak for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I thought that was worthwhile, right? Because they went ahead and they gave a little state of the game, if you will. And they had a couple little snippets here and there. And then they uh, briefly, super briefly, talked on Project Mara, which we still haven't seen anything of that. Um, but to me, that at least kind of did a fingers on the pulse of what's happening with that studio. I think even that alone, again, maybe you want to throw that in the extended showcase, which question on whether or not the extended showcase even needed to happen uh, would have been better than what they did in this case, which was not show anything about it at all. Well, and go, see, go and that's Matt. my bad. And I'm sorry, like that. Here's Matt. Cause that's, well, cause that's the thing, right? Like at the same time, then you also lead to questions like, for example, where was Hellblade two? You know what I mean? Like that has to be further along in development than some of the other titles that we're discussing but was also notably absent. Uh, this is because they have also kind of run into a wall and they don't have as much to show that would maybe elicit uh, quite as much, you know, from people at this point in time. Very possible. Uh, but if they feel confident, you know, that they've got the ability to bring this stuff to people soon, then that would be probably be what I would focus on. Halo co Anybody? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And now for your glass half full approach, uh, I think you're going to see a release date for Hellblade 2 next uh, next fall, next winter. 
It was simply outside that 12-month mark, True. and True. therefore they couldn't show it. They've already, uh, 343 has already talked about going ahead and having the Halo single player that should be, or excuse me, the co-op for campaign. I believe they said that's going to be ready this fall. So, you know, why they chose not to show anything about that begs a question because you know that's you know one of your marquee titles that's kind of out there right now because they don't want to pick some pick pick the people up and then put them down yeah right just, they just rather not say I, anything i think right I now it's estimated for august for like online and then november yeah, so. or something like that for couch co-op something like that because nothing's right. worse than you know since release yeah, exactly. Yeah, since release, like we're waiting, 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 waiting. People are losing interest, and then they're gonna pop out with this. Oh yeah, here's co-op coming, so and so, and then it never comes, and then pisses a bunch of people off. And, well, you know, you know l- lucky for those people though. Aside from the ones that went ahead and bought Halo Infinite outright, which I, I don't know what those numbers are, but I'm gonna take a a pretty strong guess that you have more players that are using it via game pass than that bought the game. Right. Outright. Uh, For in which sure. case, in which case, congratulations. Like there was also some chatter about Xbox has no first party games this year. Uh, hi, my name's grounded. Hi, my name's Peniment. Like did, were people not paying attention to this freaking thing again? Here we go. Tell me that you only play AAA games without telling me you only play AAA games. I've gone ahead and I played grounded. I think it's a fantastic game. I've been waiting for an opportunity to hop back into it. And now you're telling me in September it comes out full release with the full storyline. Okay, let's go. Peniment, formerly Project Peniment, is going to be coming out in November. Um, and while I'm still a little personally undecided whether that's going to be my cup of tea, it, yeah, it is it looks... still a first party <laughs> title that's coming out. So it's like where people are getting, I think they're getting a bit jaded again in this whole thing of I only want a Skyrim. I only want uh, oh. a Starfield. I only want these t- like fantastic. You're only setting yourself up for failure. If that's what you're looking for, because all you appreciate is these like a la PlayStation, like multi-million dollar mega titles. Am I wrong? Mark? No, no. I was going to say, you know, like, you know, years ago it was, you know, like, Oh, the, you know, like the, we were hyped for, yeah, the new Gears of War. We were always hyped for the Gears of War. We were always hyped for the Call of Duties. We were always hyped for the Halos. And it was never... I guess we're a different breed. I don't know. It's We were never like not playing anything. That, that, you know, like the, not those AAA titles, but like we were playing other things. But it was the era of, like you said, these titles that these bigger titles, bigger developer titles that people are, were always interested in. Now that there's the, the market is so flooded with, you know, these other, you know, uh, indie games and stuff like that. People don't look into that stuff, especially with the game pass. Like they'll just be throwing stuff in there and people don't look at it twice because they're like, hey, what is that? Like, you know, I'm, I, to me, I'm, I'm kind of one of them. Like I have plenty of games on that come through the list and I'm like, uh, what is that? Like, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to download it. So, like, I could see, you know, on both sides. Hell, 
dare you, sir? <laughs> well, you know, if their marketing is to be believed, uh, Game Pass and, and what we'll see, I guess, in the future here with uh, the new PlayStation Plus, uh, the subscription services have, at least on a numbers level, gone ahead and introduced more gamers to more variety of games. Uh, and again, if the hype is to be believed, it also leads to more game sales. Uh, folks wanting to grab those titles before they leave the service and they don't have access to them anymore. Um, but Matt, you were going to say something about Pentiment before we move off of the Xbox stuff. Oh, just that uh, it it looks interesting. Like I, I enjoy. I, the, I was thinking uh, about you when I saw it. Yeah, I was like, like this I, is something he's going to dig. It, yeah, like it. It looks weird. Don't get me wrong, but it it's intriguing. So I, I'll probably check it out. Like I. I would honestly disagree with Mark. I mean, there there are plenty of those like you know core. Matt would disagree. No. Like, yeah. Right. Uh, but but yeah, like there are plenty of people about. who. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like you know you, Mark. You are admittedly usually more of a you know like I haven't hit those big heavy titles because that's the time I got kind of a thing, and that's respectable. You know, it's understandable. I think he just called you a filthy uh, casual. Nah, okay. he's just. He's I, I will admit, it, I am more <laughs> casual these uh, days. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, honestly, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. It's just you got to be selective with your time because that's the time you've got, right? Uh, but admittedly, Mark's interests are are maybe more limited than say like a you and myself, Leo. Like I'll play a range of different games because I'm you know interested in unique, weird, different experiences, just new things, you know. Uh, but the problem with that is that again, you know, you, you have the limited time, so you can only put so much in so many places. Uh, but Xbox Game Pass, I think, has been actually good for that because you know they do rotate in games that you might not necessarily try otherwise. You know, you might not be inclined to purchase something when you can't, you know, return it if you don't like it or whatever. You know, you're sort of stuck with that that decision, that that roll of the die. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's you know I, I'm sure that there are plenty of people that don't take advantage of that aspect, but but for everybody who does, that's probably a nice feature where you know you've already got hundred plus games, you can't really have all of those be the same Call of Duty title or whatever. So like you got to have something else in there to fill up the roster, and people can you know be like, what is that? And I'm like, well, I get to try it, you know, at no additional cost. Maybe I'll maybe I'll download. Maybe I'll stream it. I don't even have to download it. Uh, so yeah, I think it's I think it's good for you know broadening people's horizons. At least at least offer the opportunity to do so. How how do you know? Ro, Ro, Roblox? Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. No. Um, <laughs> so uh, big takeaways, and I'm hearing it. It depends. It all depends, right? Depends what your flavor is. Depends it's on the what kind of yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, depends on the individual, which is why hey, this is gaming's greatest generation because they probably have something here in three G. We taste. appreciate diversity. This is not. This is not a cellular service connection, guys. Once again, like let's get rid of the the three G nonsense. Um, Sorry, I, I had to bring it back up at some point. Yeah. That was just too funny. <laughs> Anyways. Um, cool, cool. So, yeah, we already talked about how with our predictions we were way off, but I think just about anybody uh, was in that same boat. What do What do we think? Uh, I'm, I I feel like this one's going to be dead on arrival for for this crew though. But like, what do we think about the partnership now that Riot Games has 
you know, five of their major titles coming out for Game Pass, whether it be on PC or mobile. Yeah. I, I Zero software, I, goose eggs? Okay, got it. Yeah, I mean, I, like, cool, but yeah, I can't say I play much League of Legends or uh, Valorant or whatever. Uh, now that you guys have... Not, not that I'm super excited about Overwatch 2, if I'm being honest, but uh, but now that you have Blizzard no. and Overwatch 2 is going to be a part of your roster, like, why are you worried about trying to get Valorant, which is essentially just like a clone of that or whatever? I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know so. if you've played. Have you played it? Uh, Overwatch 2, you mean? Or Valorant? Valorant. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying it's just like a straight clone or whatever. It's just, you know. I I tried to get into it. Yeah, um, I, it's I've very hard to. I'm not gonna say grasp, but like <laughs> it has like right. a Counter Strike feel to it. That's what it is. Or, yeah, it's essentially Overwatch um, Counter Strike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but everything about it is very. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the exact word, but I like. I was like playing it. I'm like, I re- really want to get into this because it's free, obviously. But then I was like. It's not. It's not for me. There <laughs> oh, lies the danger, son. All the <laughs> all the free to play. I, I would like yeah. like uh, Stormgate looked really cool, and then they're like, "We're free to play," and I was like, "No." <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, I I don't know the Valorant thing. Like I I imagine that that is tailored to uh, the crowd that is going to like pour over that to know you know the meta and everything over overwatch is i mean not too dissimilar to that or whatever um but yeah i would imagine it's it's very much meant to make you you know put as much attention into that as you can to also then incentivize you to you know spend what you can or whatever um so yeah it's probably not the easiest game to hop in and just play casually or whatever it's it's kind of kind of how they design them i mean siege is the same you know it's all you want you want it. You're not gonna get everybody in, but the people that you hook. <laughs> so what our takeaway from this, Mark, is get ready because low key Matt's gonna invite Open us your to play wallet. Overwatch two all oh. the friggin' time. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I, I still want to go back. And play. I miss it. Where's I miss playing. Yeah. Yeah. See, he's already got you. Like he didn't even try, <laughs> and he's already got you. Ridiculous. Well, when they into play, they added the. Uh... Uh, what was the playlist? It was the three v three or four v four. Like there was, there was both. What was the yeah. yeah, like the elimination style stuff was yeah, that was funny. pretty cool. It was different. I mean, you know, made it a different game. But I was like, I didn't have to know anything about the meta. I could just go <laughs> and get headshots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just go and just mow them down. Yeah, <laughs> hit, hit the button. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right cool cool um, see the melon hit the button yeah so with that uh it seems like we pretty much used and abused the crap out of uh the summer showcases so uh going through it's time for release radar uh so with that <laughs> we went ahead and we covered or yours truly covered quite a bit uh, of the titles that uh, have been slated for release. I don't even honestly remember off the top of my head where I stopped. I want to say it was probably uh, all the way towards the end of the month. Uh, so as we look back at this stuff, gentlemen, um, it's been quite a while since 
you both have been on the show together with me. Um, so, Mark, why don't, why don't you go ahead and take it away and, and first and foremost, talk to us about uh, Mario. Where did it go? What's the title again? Mario Strikers Battle League. Just, <laughs> you know, it's it well overdue for its day of shine, even though, yes. you know, it's not getting some great overall ratings on, on Metacritic. But why don't, why don't you go ahead and let us know, because I, I could bet money that you bought it. Oh, uh, you, you, you. You'd win some money. <laughs> um, yes, I did purchase uh, along with Wii Sports. I'm not Wii. I say Wii Sports because it, it's just like Wii Sports. Uh, the uh, Switch, Switch Sports, uh, Nintendo Sports, Nintendo yeah. Sports, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is slightly better than the Wii Sports. I'll, I'll just say that. Uh, but back to the Mario. Um, I'm kind of sad. I don't know the word. Uh, it's been a while since the one's been out. So I was excited, you know, with the new gen, you know, soccer game that they'll be adding more. There's not much to it. Um, I was expecting more characters, more like like abilities in the game or game types. There's a tournament mode. There's a, um, like free play, obviously. Uh, but there's no, like nothing else really to it. Um, which I'm kind of, I was like, what? Like I booted it up and I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I did a couple tournaments. I mean, the gameplay itself is pretty i mean it's you know next gen so it's you know not you know it's got a nice uh flavor to it well, um, nintendo is it ever really next gen <laughs> it's next gen for nintendo <laughs> it's just it added a couple more hairs on mario you know <laughs> uh Rare. but at least, at least he's not. At least he's not running around in the bathing suit like the, the, those right. initial teasers for Mario Odyssey. Um, but I mean, if we were doing the whole rating scale, uh, I'd probably give it a high seventies on the critic score. Okay. Well, you're not too far <laughs> off. I mean, Metacritic, as I'm looking at it right now, is a seventy-four. Yeah. Um, which I think might be one of the lowest scores we've seen on a Nintendo game, at least this year. Um, and the user score of 4.2. But I mean, again, we've kind of gone away a little bit from looking at the user score because of review bombs and stuff like that. Uh, that being said, opinion, uh, what well, do you guys think? Oh, go ahead, Mark. I was going to say on this, on the side note, uh, if you, anyone has a switch, Leo, I highly recommend Pac-Man. 99. Um, I've been playing the, the crap museum. out of that. You're talking about the museum? No, the, you know, the Tetris 99, like the... Oh, yeah, Pac-Man 99, the free-to-play. But now they have the Pac-Man on one, Switch Online. and it's pretty fun. Yeah, I think I've I played that a couple times before. That that came out a, a little while ago, right? Yeah, but yeah. I recently I was like popping in that, and I was like, this thing's fun. So Okay, cool, cool. Anyway. Uh, so catching up once again, uh, release radar had a little, a little divert there. Um, but, uh, so today we are recording this on June 24th. And, uh, so today we have AI, the Somnium files, 
Nirvana Initiative that's coming out on Xbox uh, Series as well as Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Uh, we also had the Capcom Fighting Collection, which came out today. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes coming out on Switch uh, today as well. Uh, Disgaea 6 Complete is coming out on PS5, PS4, and PC on the 28th. Uh, DNF Duel on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and PC on June 28th. Escape Academy, PlayStation 5, 4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC on the 28th. Phobia, St. Dymphna Hotel. Okay, interesting choice, guys. Uh, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, PC on June 28th. Uh, MX vs. ATV Legends, PS5, 4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, PC on the 28th. Cuphead, the delicious last course, finally! Uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC on the 30th. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak on Switch and PC June 30th. Looking at you, Mark. Uh, and then Outriders <laughs> World Slayer on uh, PS5, 4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Stadia and PC. And just since uh, we'll be recording next week, should be on the 1st. Uh, on July 1st, we're going to have F122. So the next Formula One edition game uh, on PS5, 4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, so with that, uh, I'll kick it back over. Mark, any any of those new ones that uh, you're looking to get in your hands on? Uh, yes. Uh, Capcom Fighting Collection. Um, it's looking mighty fine. Uh, the Cuphead. Um, it's looking good as well. I had a lot of fun with the first one. Um, would they add Miss Chalice? Yeah, Miss Chalice. The new character? Not sure what the whole story is just yet. I haven't read too much into it. But, um, it's from you know, the show. Looks good. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, the show is not, I mean, a little sidetrack here, but the, uh, net, uh, the show is good. I don't know if you guys finished that or not, but yeah, that was good. I, yeah, I, I watched it. I kind of, I thought it was okay, you know, for expectation wise. It was okay. But, um, yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, nothing's really exciting. <laughs> okay. And Matt, the other filthy casual that refuses to cancel subscriptions, uh probably not gonna buy any of these, but are you? Are you gonna are you gonna go ahead and surprise us and say that some of these do interest you? Uh I wasn't real big on the whole lineup for like today through like the next week or whatever. Uh mm-hmm. I was more excited for uh what came out more uh you know this past week with uh the Shadowrun trilogy uh hitting consoles or whatever i was oh yeah. excited for that because i'm a nerd and so i've been playing me some of that for the past couple of days uh, enjoying that <laughs> okay cool cool well you know uh as that goes ahead and, and brings us here I'll, I'll round it out real quick to say yeah the delicious last course cuphead the delicious last course I, I that may that be something... cool but they they still didn't say nothing about online multiplayer so yeah, that is a little frustrating, <laughs> especially when you have all this support with with Xbox. You know, yeah, they, I mean, like, they advertised that at one point. Um, 
Yeah, they said it was coming. I think they particularly advertised couch co-op, <laughs> though. I don't remember if they ever advertised online co-op. Couch co-op was always in it, so I yeah. believe what they yeah, were just, what they were discussing was bringing online. But yeah. I feel um, like everything should just have an online something. Yeah. I mean, my <laughs> assumption is that they just, you know, which to their credit, to be fair, I get it, but you know that game is pretty difficult and demanding and it's entirely based upon like your motor reflex and you know that kind of twitch uh you know controller abilities and everything fast timing and if you're lagging then you're, well, you're dead so yeah i don't know i see that as well yeah so, i mean some well, kind of well I'd, I'd be look back at that um it um what was the game uh the puzzle game we played with the uh, the walkie talkies. Oh man, dude! <laughs> um, we spent how long on that one? We were here. Yeah, yes, here. two. <laughs> the ball yeah. one, the oh, ball puzzle. Man. I was yeah. like, yeah, this has been a lot easier. Couch co-op. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, of course, but that's the whole the whole idea. Well, actually, I probably really, would. It would just I don't be, know. It, it, it would just be nice if it would actually function properly so you could use the radio, the walkie-talkies or whatever to communicate like they want you to do rather than have to be in a party with the game popping up every 15 to 30 seconds like, you shouldn't be in this party. You have to be using the walkie-talkies. And it was like, It sucks. The walkie-talkies suck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, for me, I, I'm pretty excited for, for those, like I said, that kind of got uh, sidetracked from, you know, what, what I was looking forward to. I might I might dip into Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Um, I feel like I need to start getting into, I don't really have right now a, a true appreciation for like JRPGs. Um, and I know that's like a shortcoming of mine, but it's something that I'm willing to try and work through. So um, I went ahead and I got uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, and Xenoblade Chronicles on Switch. Um, so I need to, yeah, I need I need to make a, a concerted effort at getting into those, especially if you know it's to be believed that Xbox is going to start getting uh, some more. Uh, jrpgs they're already on playstation if they come to xbox that just means there's saturation everywhere at that point but anywho let's go ahead and uh press on uh and talk about what we've been playing so uh starting with matt since you you kind of already led a little into it with the shadow shadow run shadow run (laughs) thank you words this is what happened the last episode i talked too much what do they mean exactly what are they um I, yeah, well, I've been playing the Shadowrun. Uh, been playing a little bit of that Sniper Elite 5 as well since that hit Game Pass. Uh, Tell me you only play Game Pass uh, games without telling me you only Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, also been, you know, up to the Rocket League every now and again with the work fellas and whatever. I haven't uh, I haven't played the old Elden Ring in a little bit. I kind of hit a, uh, uh, a wall against those friggin' twin gargoyle things and they they're stopping me uh yeah I, i've been kind of taking a break on that I'm gonna come back to it when i'm feeling fresh or whatever but uh yeah that's pretty much about it uh, 
haven't seen any of you dudes online, so we haven't played anything. Making me sad. I've I've got something of justification <laughs> for that, but I'll let go ahead and Mark talk about what he's been playing first. Uh definitely been busy on my end. Um, yeah, with health issues. Well, I say health issues, but sicknesses. Dying, guys. <laughs> um, one of my offsprings is sick again, but nothing serious this time. Oh, uh, it's always something. Uh, but I have dabbled, as you heard earlier, with the Switch titles. Um, got back into Kirby. Been playing the Pac-Man 99. Uh, the sports. Trying to play a little more of the uh, Mario Strikers. Been slacking very hard on the Xbox aspect of things. Um, Elden Ring, my guy's probably sitting at the... Uh, <laughs> the little campsite just waiting for me to return. <laughs> uh, like, Papa? where have you been? Papa, <laughs> when are you becoming home? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely bored. <laughs> definitely slagging on gaming aspect of things. Um, I need to finish Tiny Tina's. Um, I got my um, um. Adapter in for the computer for my uh, Game Boy titles, so oh, I'll be yeah, messing with that, right. dude. Yeah, gotta stream um, some. Uh, it's still in the damn <laughs> plastic wrap. Like I haven't even opened that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn but, you, uh, children, taking right. all my time. <laughs> yeah, who who made these kids? <laughs> oh, that's right, I did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, pop in the. Shredder's Revenge. I wanna. Yeah, I see the Origins right. is on yeah, uh, there as well. Um, the Naraka Blade Point. I don't know about that yet. Yeah, we should try it. But yeah, I will agree. I, uh, and I see they added all the Ninja Guidance as well. Uh, I was a big fan of those. So of it's course, okay. Mark, it's okay. You don't have to worry about those. They're not AAA titles, you know. <laughs> I mean, they they were. <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah, they, they had the um. What was the uh, they re-released the first one? Something I, I forget so the actual the, title. They, they made it the, harder. What was the title? The, the, the Sigma, the Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Okay, yeah, yeah. Editions, yeah. So they're not they're not know. true to form like the original Ninja Gaiden games, but they're the Sigma editions, which were like. Sigma Black, and then there's a couple others that like Black, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I had fun with those, so I'll pop in those uh, whenever I get time. Uh, the Pac-Man Museum, I highly recommend that. Um, I don't know if you guys dabbled in that or not, but uh, it's pretty. You get some enjoyment out of it as well as uh, like a. I wouldn't say achievements, but like. Like you're playing you for have Leo an achievement. <laughs> yeah, but like you play to unlock the other games. <laughs> like they give you select games oh, okay. to start with. You you still you have to um, complete these missions. You get these coins, and then you can buy the other arcade machines and so okay. on and so forth. Okay. They let you customize the arcade space, like the wallpaper, the floor, the layout, of everything. So. Um, I I've had fun with it. 
You guys remember Xbox Arcade? Yeah. Like the actual yeah, like hundred percent UI yeah. interface deal. That was exactly it was what supposed that to be that same concept. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna buy Pac-Man and put it in this corner. Oh, I'm gonna do this and put it in this yep. corner. And then later they had like a, a bigger evolution of that with PlayStation Home, which yeah, that that kind of crashed and burned pretty quickly. But anyway. well, they all and they also have the uh, For Honor Marching Fire edition. If you guys want to get in on that, that's true. <laughs> we haven't played that in a while. <laughs> Do you hear that? That's the sound of crickets. Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, as for me, uh, get wrecked. Yeah. As for me, I, I've, I've I've seemingly gone dark. I did okay on that a couple times. Yeah, that's uh, for me. I, I went ahead and I dabbled in a couple things. You know, as I'm repping it, I, I dipped hard into PlayStation this past uh, week or so. Uh, I finished Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, great story. Uh, it was. I'll say about on par with what I expected for that game for the length and, and what I expected, uh, how deep the story to go. Um, I already started the new game plus and I'm literally like, I can probably, if, if I play some more this weekend, I can probably knock out the platinum in that game. Um, so I will most likely do that. And then there's a couple other platinums that I need to get started on. Uh, that being said, I've, I've done that predominantly I already owned Miles Morales, but I wanted to see more of the whole new PlayStation Plus. I still am uh, convinced on the opinion that I got gypped in a sense. I mean, not really, because I took advantage of the um, the stacking situation that they uh, had before they, you know, went ahead and stopped it from happening. Uh, so I have premium for several years, but bang for buck. I don't know if I'm getting that compared with when I had two separate subscriptions uh, being PS Plus and PS Now because PS Now had a lot of titles and right now the, this new service does not. So, um, you know, I'll still kind of maintain some reservation on how I really feel about that for maybe a later date. Um, but other than that, yeah, I played a bit of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Um, wow. Wow. That that brings me back to my arcade days and uh it is definitely a nostalgia call so I'm, I'm digging that a lot and and i think after this uh we may you know if mark doesn't pass out on us again uh go ahead and try to dabble in that a little bit uh if you gents are up for it since we have up to six player co-op um other than that a little 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 bit of slay the spire uh and there's something <laughs> else like like literally like one run like not it it wasn't three I promise just a little hit uh, just so, just take the edge off just uh, just, uh, <laughs> just 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 to hit the main vein one time um uh, other than that try to any veins left on right I'm not main vein on acid anymore for now or oh I did I did play around a little in Sea of Thieves but that was uh, I was a day too early for the new season seven captain stuff so that was just on me and. It's a great, gorgeous game, so I, I enjoyed a little bit. The scheduling for that game is... Yeah, it's a little wonky, admittedly. Yeah. It kind of throws folks off. I think that's part of why we stopped doing the adventures, because it was just too difficult to try and schedule around. But anywho, um, so that about wraps it up for episode five zero. This right here. Here is it's a big five zero big right? milestone. Yep. Big That's number. It. We're canceled. Got there. It's big. Wait, can you can you 
cancel us if we don't really have <laughs> listenership? Anyway. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, clearly some folks well, are listening to us. Okay. Clearly folks are listening to us. Uh, right now, I think last I saw, we have uh, approaching 400 listens on all of our uh, you know, different platforms and everything. So thank you to all of you that are listening in and tuning in. Uh, apologies that it's taken so long to get our YouTube back up and running. Uh, that being said, feel free to go ahead and once again, like, subscribe, uh, share it with a friend. Make sure you get the G3, G3 uh, <laughs> in everybody's ear holes. And uh, just remember, as always, folks, gaming's greatest generation is the one you guys are a part of. Thanks for listening to the Gaming's Greatest Generation podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us today. If you have any feedback for the show or would like to contribute ideas, feel free to call 702-690-9292 or email us at gamingsgreatestgeneration at gmail.com. You can also join the Discord community by following the link in the show notes. See you next time. Can we can we cut that audio right there of Mark saying ear holes and use that in like a like a beat? <laughs> <dance> <laughs> ear holes. <laughs>